The Sasquatch. Fact or fiction? Those big hairy monsters are real, true. Look at that thing. What person ever moved like that in the history of people? The Sasquatch is nocturnal by nature, so logically there would be relatively few sightings. Yet, there have been literally hundreds of sightings all across North America for generations now. Can all these people be wrong? It's unlikely. As if this wasn't enough to challenge you. Trevor, stop fucking calling me. I got no dope. Oh, hey, boss man, are you watching this documentary of Saskatchewan's? It's Sam's Quam Tricky, and there's one right outside my fucking door right now. He's trying to get into my shed. Holy shit, balls! I see him. Don't scare him. Those fuckers with a lot of money. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, talking now. Hi, I'm Peter Golke, and this is Strange Wilderness. Camped here, waiting to film Bigfoot. That's right, you heard me, Bigfoot. Animals have long been known as animals, not human. They've been described as stupid, cowardly, aggressive, dim-witted, <laughs> low beasts, eager to kill, eager to eat, eager to fornicate eager to stampede all. But is it animals we describe, or is it mankind? Huh? Perhaps this Bigfoot creature can bridge the divide between us and them. Perhaps his gentle ways can teach us, remind us, that peace and harmony are necessary if mankind is to hey, survive. Oh, oh, huh? oh, fuck! Does anybody remember what that big bastard said before he came at us? I think he said, huh? Like he wasn't sure what was going on. No. It was more of a growl. Yeah, totally. Actually, you know what? It, it was more like a death growl. It was like, huh? Er, I'm going to kill you. I mean, I heard that. Yeah, no, I did too. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I heard it too. Didn't I? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I've just, you know, I've just never killed anything before. But it was in self-defense, so. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. This mythological beast was engineered by the French. Fuck, I was so blind to not see it before. It was designed by the French in the early 50s to fuck and eventually kill American people. He would have come. And fucking kill all of us. If a mosquito is buzzing around your ear, do you let it go like, oh, hey, go keep on bothering me and like sting me and let me get West Nile virus? No, you fucking smack it like we did. Mm. Only we did it with guns. I, I don't know, guys. I mean, what? 
Well, I mean, uh, fuck them, right? Yeah. 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 That prick deserved to die, right? Yeah. 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 Harry carnivore son of a bitch. You see the way he came at us all up in our face and all. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fuck, exactly. fuck you, you yeah. fuck. Yeah. 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 Fucking cocktease. We were all shivering with excitement as we carefully moved in for the first ever contact with the legendary Bigfoot. What we found inside the cave shocked us all. Apparently, the Bigfoot had been experiencing depression and hung himself. Forced to live like an animal in a cold, dark cave, I imagine any one of us would have done the same thing. Unlike that dude on fire at the peace rally, we sprung into action to revive the Bigfoot, but it was too late. It made me feel so crappy. And so ended our fantastic adventure, The Search for Bigfoot. Join us next week for a show about beavers. This happens in a six-pack broadcasting live from East Tennessee with Rob the Chick. On... Hi there. Hey. I'm from Tennessee, and I've been doing this for a long time. For an episode about cryptids. Oh, those mythical beasts that may or may not exist. I say... They do. Ah, speculative. A lot of people do think that they do. I mean, like, they're professional. I mean, I don't really know if they could be called professional. But there are certainly people who call themselves professional scientists about cryptids. Cryptologist. Um, Is that the name? Cryptozoologist. Cryptozoologist, you're right. Mm-hmm. I think a cryptologist is like a, 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 a something like a crypt keeper, probably, if I had to guess. Mm, more than likely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Got to lay off the weed. So I, uh, I figured we could start with the low hanging fruit and go with Bigfoot. Right. Yeah, I think every culture in the world has a Bigfoot. We have the man himself, the 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 Bigfoot, or the Sasquatch. But there's the Yeti. Uh, they've got. A Bigfoot in Thailand. There's a Vietnamese Bigfoot. My the Native favorite. Americans had a bunch of big, and we know that there actually did used to be a creature that resembled Bigfoot, just like we know there were hobbit-sized people. Right. But like the question is, does it still exist, and mm-hmm. is it interdimensional? Ooh, yeah, that's the that's the wild Bigfoot theory. I'm a big fan of the Florida swamp ape. It's just like Bigfoot, but kind of gross. And Midnight Mike's been telling me about the Ohio grass man. Oh, that just sounds like a guy from Ohio. It's <laughs> a green, green Bigfoot. <laughs> it's like a, it's like one guy in a ghillie suit. Like <laughs> yeah. Somebody saw him and they were like, oh my God, we got one. We finally have something fun in Ohio. <laughs> um, but I, I like, well, I'll play this clip and then I'll give you the theory that I've been hearing from Midnight Mike and people like that that I really like. Mm-hmm. Since humans first looked to the sky, we have wondered if there was other life out there. So we proceeded to pick up the parts that it was not a weather balloon, nor an aircraft, nor a missile. It was something else, which we didn't know what it was. This is not new. What is new for mainstream science is a high probability that aliens are with us in the form of Bigfoot. There's ample evidence that there are creatures that I will call Bigfoot here. I think that we must turn to paraphysical or interdimensional considerations if we're going to fully understand uh, their presence on Earth and their interactions with humans. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's all the evidence I need right there. That's a trailer from a documentary about how Bigfoot is an alien. So they're Wookiees. Yeah, but maybe they they have they go through portals and shit. Uh, the OBDM theory for like ten years now or however long it's been is is that Bigfoot or Big Feet are the muscle for the Greys, and so they the huh. great the Greys the it will deploy them from UFOs or via portal to help kidnap people for the to bring up onto the spaceship for the Greys. So they're like biological bouncers. Huh. See, I don't know about all these international big feats out there, but I do <laughs> not think the I do not think the American Bigfoot would be kidnapping people. He seems gentle. Yeah. Um. I I have a. Do you know this? This is uh. This has been covered on many a different show, but because it's like old. This is an old video. You know who Peter Kane is? It. That is such a common name, I don't think I have any hope of recognizing who it belongs to. He's a dog trainer, and he actually has had several encounters with big feet on his property. Um, this is one of the st stories he told on uh, YouTube. I got two clips on that. This is where it happened, back here in this dry creek bed. I was back here looking. I thought one of my dogs was back here. And I, I was like, how did the dog get out of the yard? I saw a bunch of... You know, movement, and I, and then I got back, and I'm, well, maybe it's a deer, and then I was, I was worried about my dogs, because there's a lot of Bigfoot and Sasquatch in this area. I, I didn't have a gun with me, and so I, I got back here, and that's when I saw the female Sasquatch. She tore out of the bushes, knocked me down on the ground, and I, I thought she was going to kill me. You know, I'm like, I'm like grabbing for a gun, and then I realized I didn't bring a gun with me. You, so you haven't heard this story? I have heard this story. I just didn't care to remember the man's name. Okay. I it's... remember the the first time I heard that though. I, I was like, "How did he know? How did he know it was a female?" Oh well, he he gets pretty. Uh, he he would like he he finds out pretty quick what the gender of it was. I didn't. Oh my god! Back here by myself, I was terrified. I I, I was actually I was so terrified. It was so scary. And I wouldn't be back here right now, except I, I feel the need to like get over my fear, and and what happened. And what happened was, as soon as I was knocked down on the ground, she starts ripping my clothes off me. She did. She pulled my pants off me, and I'm like, oh great, what what? She's gonna kill me. They're gonna find my naked body here. It's worse. It's worse. As soon as she got my pants off me, she started like jerking the ween. And I'm like, whoa, you know, that's not going to work. You know, what are you doing? And then the next thing I know, keep in mind, this is a big Sasquatch, like a comparable to like a big hairy Russian, Russian woman. I mean, she's big. She's like, you know, seven and a half, eight feet tall and hairy. And so I'm down there on the ground. I'm completely naked. My clothes have been ripped off me. And she starts giving me a knobber. It was, it was all just biological. I didn't have any choice. And the next thing you know, you know, I blew my load. I blew my load in the Sasquatch. As soon as I did that, she got up and she ripped down. She like let out this hell and then ripped down this tree. And I thought, my God, she's going to like take the tree and take me and s take it and smash me, right? 
No, it didn't end. It didn't end. And then she starts blowing me again. She starts blowing me again. And I'm like, you know, could you give me five minutes? This guy's totally genuine, I think. That is not the clip that I thought it was. So you haven't heard this? No. God, no. I would have definitely remembered that. <laughs> um, I wish it hadn't. I'll be honest. But here we are. <laughs> All right. I got, he, he continues his story. Um, I'll be full disclosure. I think this guy is totally full of shit, but it's still hilarious. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no that- fucking way. <laughs> Will you give me five minutes? Then she started blowing me again. That That's the, <laughs> the tree that she knocked down after the first time, after I busted my load into her. She's probably pregnant with my fucking hybrid baby. That's that's my guess. This is poison sumac, and this is all in the in the dried up creek bed. It's everywhere. I'm sure I'm gonna have poison sumac on my scroto, on the shaft. Dola eat poison sumac. So she was just eating poison sumac before she gave me the knobber. She'd have that shit on her fucking lips and shit. My ween's gonna be breaking out, and it ain't gonna be with the herb. You know what I'm saying? This sucks. I don't. I don't know what to do. I'll, ne- I'll never go back down there alone, without a dog or, or a gun. I don't like being treated like a piece of meat like that, manhandled by some big hairy female. That that was one of the worst. That was the worst. Seriously, that was the worst. I can't even believe I blew my load. It was it was difficult, but I figured you know she was she was making an effort. I figured at some point I should too. Yeah, that so wasn't a bigfoot. That was a, a lady from Belarus. I met her once before. Oh, okay. She's a little bit of a menace. <laughs> um, well, that's that's all the bigfoot clips I really got. Um, I don't know. It, you've never you've never encountered a bigfoot, I would assume. I have not. I've encountered many Bigfoot hunters, but never, never the the foot himself. Um, the, I really just, I don't think, I know that a lot of people claim to see Bigfoot, but I just don't think it's possible that they actually exist and we haven't like had a mass confirmation of it. America is a very well-traveled place. If any of them exist, it's got to be the Yeti, the one that lives in the snow where no fucking people go. Well, there's like tons there. of woodland in, in the U.S. and rain rainforest south of us and snow tundra north of us that are like humans just never step foot in. Right. So I'm not saying it's impossible, but yeah, I tend to agree with you. Um, I think the most likely cryptids and or dinosaurs or whatever would be all ocean dwelling. Yeah, the sea monsters. Oh, yeah. love me a sea monster and a lake monster. Love them. Um, so there's there's this one called the Monterey Bay monster, and it obviously lives in Monterey Bay, California. And it is basically it's a it's oh it's a plesiosaur is what it is. It's a it's a dinosaur that just never died, or multiple oh. ones that are very rare. Um, I'm delighted by the concept of that existing and most sea monsters existing because I fucking love dinosaurs and I really, really want to pet one one day. And that seems to be my best opportunity to pet a dinosaur 
Is it, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it like eat you? Uh, maybe if it was, if it was not hungry, I think I'd be okay. Like giants. So you don't like giant squids or just squids in general? Well, I mean, they're okay. I don't really have any strong feelings towards them either way. I just um, think they're gross. They're a little gross. I don't eat them. That's for sure. I have eaten. Well, yeah, calamari I've had. I am allergic to seafood, so I have not eaten any of it. Well, how would you pet um, it? You can't pet it if you're allergic to it. Just if you eat it, you mean? I don't think I don't think a sea monster is a is a, a fish. You think? I always wondered that. I'm mm. like, would I be allergic to like whale meat? Right, because yeah. whale's a mammal. Good point. Whale's a mammal. Good thinking. So if it's like a sea dinosaur, I don't think that's the same as a fish. Hmm. More research needed on this one. Must find a real cryptozoologist. I thought you, that was you. I thought that's why we're having this conversation. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> I oh. I sent in falsified papers. Oh. All there right. is a podcast. There is a podcast that called Ologies that has scientists come on, and I wonder if she's done a cryptozoology episode yet. I mean, there are legit scientists that are into this. Oh yeah. Um. More more so cryptos than like the alien as like side of it. Yeah, There's- for some reason people people almost like. What do you think is more real to people, aliens or cryptids? What are, what are people more willing to believe in? Well, I think now it's starting to turn into aliens because there's this big push, even though the evidence the Pentagon has released is not at all convincing with these Tic Tacs and shit. Like now, like New York Times and CNN or in Fox News, like Tucker Carlson's going on about UFOs now every week. So I think that since the news is treating UFOs like a real thing, people are more open to aliens. Like if right. people believe the media, so if the media was going on about Bigfoot and Mothman, then maybe people would believe in that. I think it's just whatever the news promotes. So long story, long answer, but I'm I would say people believe in aliens in 2021 right. more than they do cryptids. Well, first off, I gotta say, fuck Tucker Carlson, <laughs> that guy. If he really wants to de- defeat the evil left so badly, he can meet me in a goddamn Denny's parking lot and we can have a fight. <laughs> I'm willing to do that. Second I wish of I, all, I wish you could. I was trying to make my best Tucker confused face like he does. <laughs> I know what face you're talking about and I want to punch it. Um, Anyway, yeah, I also agree that aliens are more easily believable. Mostly, mostly because I- fight at Denny's sound. Oh, yes, that is, I've heard that many times. Um, I think aliens can actually be possible. The universe is real fucking big. It's impossible to think we're the only planet that has life in it. Do I think that they can like travel to us? No, probably not. But they're out there. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, yeah. Usually the it, the arguments that I hear most people say around here, so, I mean, since we're in Tennessee, the, the usual arguments of the aliens don't exist out there in the universe is because the Bible would have said so or that God made <laughs> just this planet. Um, but like, I, yeah, I think there's probably life on other planets, but what is it, the Fermi paradox? Like, if there's aliens, how come we haven't? had any proof and there's been this long but i like the well i don't like the idea but it makes sense that before his civilization can go interstellar they usually destroy themselves blow themselves up with bombs (laughs) or create a lab-made virus or something right because the technology like technology always outpaces enlightenment of the species 
Yes. Um, my theory about why we've never had any proof of aliens is because we just don't know shit about science. Um, I I have a vendetta against astronomers. I know they're very smart people, them and astrophysicists, but I hate when they're like, we know this about the universe. This is how the universe works. This is all the blah, blah, blah. You don't know. You're guessing. You're making an educated guess. How dare you? Um, so I think we just don't know shit. And that's why some of these things that we're seeing or not seeing, we don't know if it has anything to do with alien life or not because we don't know shit. Um, okay. There, also that. interdimensional. I've, I, I have more, I, I, I tend to lean towards interdimensional aliens than like physical 3D space aliens. If people right. are contacting them. Yeah. That Which would also sense. explain like ghosts and shit like that, but. <laughs> ghosts. I don't but, know if I believe in ghosts or not. I've seen some weird shit, but. I um, do. I, okay. So, so what, how many, how many cryptids are there that are like. Would a, I, I've, I guess I could look up a list of cryptids, but I, so we got Bigfoot, Mothman, the, Loch Ness, like Chupacabra. Ones? Yeah, like the ones that like a cryptozoologist would. Um, so I think the big ones are probably, yeah, Bigfoot, Chupacabra, Loch Ness, uh, Mothman, Yeti, Jersey Devil. Um, those are kind of the big guys. Uh, there's a million and a half lake monsters, um, Champy, Lake Champlain, um, Monterey Bay. I think there might be a, a Lake Pontchartrain monster. <laughs> Who knows? Now, what's the Jersey uh, Devil? Is that like a little tiny dragon? Oh, the Jersey Devil is a wonderful creature from the Pine Barrens in New Jersey. And there's a, he, there's a little bit of controversy about when the actual legend started, but the most common attribution to his legend is that there was this lady, she had like five other kids, she was real fucking tired of having kids, so when she got pregnant again, she just got pissed off and said, may this next one be a devil. Uh, so when she gave birth to her next child, uh, she the, the kid came out with horse legs, like little hooves, kind of like a human torso. And then a beast's head or a goat's head. So it's basically it's basically a demon. Jeez. And it has been seen around New Jersey since the 1700s is, is pretty much the earliest sighting that people have had of it. Um, it's generally not very nice. Like, people's dogs have supposedly been eaten by it, and it, it just fucks shit up. It's very carnivorous. Um... But no one really agrees. There's there's a lot of debate on whether it's one actual, like, cursed creature or if it's, you know, several in a bloodline or something. Um, he's really cool. He can he can kind of look like anything, which is, I think, why people like him a lot. Because no one really knows what he looks like. So it's just a fun little creature to draw and design. Yeah, I'm looking at some pictures. Pretty wonky. I'm, I'm okay. I'm on Cryptid Wiki, and there's way more cryptids than I thought there was. There, what's oh, there's a, a fuck ton. Ahul. The Ahul is a winged cryptid. Mm -hmm. Portrayed. Pop up ads. Dang, it's portrayed as a creature, a giant bat, while some claim it is a, a flying primate. Who's like a, mm -hmm. a monkey with bat wings? Yeah, it's from the Wizard of Oz. Who's texting? Right. That makes sense. 
devil monkeys. What are those? Are those from the Wizard of Oz too? Those, if they're what I think they are talking about, are um, from Thailand. I think that might be it. Um, Kangaroo like legs. Yeah, they're legs. just like little. Yeah, they're like little mischievous. Seen as far north as Alaska. Well, hells. Uh, dwarves. I did. I, uh, I that's really a. Yeah, it's because yeah, you're right. Dwarves. Gimli. Yeah, like I think that they. I think a lot of lists tend to lump in mythical creatures mm-hmm. with or like goblins, like folklore yeah, creatures you're right. with with cryptids. Well, Ooh, like bunyips. In- I forgot about bunyips. They're from Australia. Ooh, what are those? Um, they're like they're like the they're river monsters. Uh, they will. I I honestly historically I think probably people were scared of crocodiles <laughs> and didn't quite understand them yet, like the European settlers. Um, so they're if you go in the rivers, they'll eat you. But I knew of them because the wild thornberries did an episode about them when I was a child, <laughs> and I really liked it. Um, so this one's interesting. The rat man of South end, local, le- <laughs> a local legend originating the town of South end on sea centering around an underpass legend has two main variants. The commonality between them being the presence of a rat like creature who appears in the distance in pedestrian walkways at night. That's horrible. <laughs> I hate that. Um, Theories, some theories are that it's a mutant child. Oh, no, that's worse. There's Mutants are sad enough to make it a mutant child. Awful. Um, it does remind me of that one really, really funny Scare Tactics clip. Where they scare a guy with a little rat man, baby. Oh, yeah. What are you, what list are you on? I want to look at this list. Uh, I'll send it to you. It's cryptids.fandom.com. Um, I don't know because, like you said, a lot of these seem like they're they're intermingled with other lists that might not necessarily be cryptid. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go, sending it to you on the Twitter DMs. See, I think. Well, I I'll get to these clips later because I pulled some from the Dogman episode we did because. I'll be damned. Dean has me freaked out about Dogman. I went outside. It, we went, went on for like six hours. And so I, I pulled some of these <laughs> clips because I don't know how far. It, I know a lot of people really liked that episode, but I know a lot more people aren't going to be able to sit through that whole thing. So I pulled a couple clips from the tail end of that. And I mean, he just had clip after clip after clip. And all these people seem genuine. They, they're either like the best actors ever, like he pointed out, doing this for some dumb YouTube channel with 200 views, Dogman Encounters. Right. Which makes no sense, or they're not lying. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about Mothman a little bit, because I don't know much about Mothman. Oh, ah, Mothman is my favorite cryptid because of the culture surrounding him right now. He's just, uh, people, lots of people are fans of Mothman. Um, the, kind of the, the roots of the Mothman tale starts in a place called Silver City, West Virginia. And people started seeing this 
creature. It was, it was usually teens out driving late at night. They would report this flying thing with bright glowing red eyes was chasing their cars and going like 50 miles an hour. So very, very quick. They, they claimed it was about the size of a person. Um, and all of them kind of described and reported the same things, even though they weren't having any contact with each other. It was basically a big fluffy thing with wings and red eyes. What really that kind of sounds like is an owl that somebody mistook its size for. Uh, but then after those original sightings in like the 50s and 60s, people just kept seeing him. Um, it culminated with Christmas of... 1970-something? I'm looking it up. Yeah, I've heard varying reports, but, I mean, some of them, like, I've I've not heard that many convincing Bigfoot reports of, like, mm -hmm. just, just judged it based on people's facial expressions and um, vocal inflection. Mm -hmm. But the Mothman, there's some of them where it's like, this person seems like they actually saw something that really fucking freaked them out. Right. Those original witnesses, their descriptions of it are pretty compelling. Um, anyway, the the Silver Bridge over the Ohio River. Um, I miss I misconstrued this the city because I've had a little bit of substances and I'm I got a little confused. It's the Silver Bridge in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. There we go. Um, but the Silver Bridge collapsed on. December 15th of 1967, 46 people died. It was during rush hour, so there was, like, a lot of cars on it. And for, like, a week before that, there was, like, a huge uptick of Mothman sightings. Mm -hmm. Some – I think the last one, somebody said they, they saw the Mothman actually on the bridge, like, the day of. Um, there's a debate on whether – Mothman caused the bridge collapse or whether he was warning people about a coming disaster. I lean more towards he was warning people because Mothman is friendly. He's a nice guy and I love him. I don't think he would kill 46 people. I think he was trying to help. See, uh, the Bigfoot stories makes Bigfoot overall seem like a helpful dude um, yeah. for the most part, but the Mothman stuff like, I don't know, people, I've, almost every story I've heard, he seemed menacing. He does. I think that's part of his charm is that he seems menacing, but isn't. Uh, um, there, there's a couple different theories about what Mothman is. Obviously, people say he's an alien because that's pretty easy. Uh, Low hanging fruit there saying it's an alien. The other one that I really like is um, a government experiment. Like they... I think somebody said they were trying to create a super spy that could infiltrate enemy airlines. Um, so they made a big Mothman. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they have been working. It's like even DARPA and the Pentagon were working like, I, I want to say it was a couple of decades ago on splicing soldiers with salamander DNA or at least trying it right. on animals for future human trials so that like theoretically a soldier could have his arm blown off and he'd regrow it. 
Right, which is actually a useful thing, but combining a person with a moth, <laughs> not, I don't see a lot of applications for that. All your soldiers just start like headbutting every light that like picture they see at night. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe if he's not actually a moth man and he's just some type of bird man, that makes a Ooh, little bit man. more sense. Um, but my favorite theory is that Mothman is a tulpa. He is a collective figment of our imaginations that we've all made real. That's what I think Mothman is. I just came like up Santa. with that theory right now. Yeah, like Santa. Um, as far as to what Mothman like really looks like, I don't think that there is any r- wrong or incorrect interpretation of what Mothman looks like, except... For the statue of Mothman in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, that is an um, an abomination, and it should not should not be viewed. I hate it. It's like I'm gonna it have makes to see the like statue. This, it's like a beefy, furry, like anthro version of Mothman. I'm like, he doesn't look like that. They have. A, I'm looking at this list still. They have goblins on there. Hey, was I wearing pants when we went in there? Shit. What do I look like? A pants goblin? Goblins on there. They got gnomes, elves. See, the gnomes are another weird one because the gnomes usually one of three things is when gnome sightings occur. Uh, the most common one is the person was on a lot of mushrooms. Uh, the, the second one is uh, well, there's garden gnomes, but I don't count that. But there there is something with gardens and gnomes that it's interesting. But usually it's involved with like a UFO sighting, like they have the little hats and the little outfits, and there's a, they come in. Um, they come in and uh, just like take pe- whisk people up onto their ships. Um, if you're to be believed, <laughs> well, if that they, if- would be humiliating to be abducted by gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't would- even imagine. No one would come go on TV or the National Enquirer to tell people about that. I'd keep it a secret. <laughs> um. Oh, the Beast of Bray Road. Have you heard of that one? Yes, that's tied in with the Dogman thing a lot. Yeah, that one's actually quite frightening. Um, But right underneath it, they have the Beast of Javadon, which I don't think is a cryptid because it's a fucking werewolf. Like, that's not a cryptid. That's just a guy. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these, like you said, are probably just a guy in a costume. Right. Well, people. I think my definition of cryptid would be like an animal, like a creature, and not, you know, a person that's turned into a creature, or, you know, so like a werewolf wouldn't count because it's a person that turns into a werewolf. Yeah, I don't think werewolves are cryptids. I think mm. it's a, an afflicted person. Interesting. Okay, that's a. That's a, I guess that's a, a line to draw that makes sense. I just have never heard that line drawn. I do have one Mothman clip. This is goofy, but... Yeah, new tonight, concerns over mystery gunk falling from the sky. What on earth is it? 7 Action News reporter Aaron Baskerville is live in Harrison Township tonight where people want some answers. Aaron. Carolyn and Stephen, they certainly want answers. Nobody knows what this stuff is. It's certainly a mystery out here. Residents, like you said... They're angry. They're demanding answers tonight. And just take a look at what they're dealing with out here. Take a look at the driveway. You can see it's coated in this substance. Residents out here, they've called the fire department, the DEQ. They don't believe this is bird droppings. Residents out here just want to know where this all came from. 
I mean, what's your concern about this substance? That it could be dangerous? My concern is that this darkened substance could be flowing forth from an even darker source. Much like the frogs in Exodus, this palpable plague of viscous goo could be foretelling of a grave and prophecy soon to be fulfilled. I don't know. This is the end, beautiful friend. This is the end, my only friend. The end. Ha 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 ha. There's a warning from residents behind that laughter in this Harrison Township neighborhood. At least five to seven homes covered in a tar-like substance. Fairly solid, but it's uh, petroleum-based and we don't know exactly what it is. Some at first wondered if it was bird droppings, but the- so it's mo I guess it's Mothman poop. Assistance- it's Oh, it's Mothman guano. Yeah. He shows other- Probably make some good coffee with it. Is that man real? Is like that like a real news clip? Because I swear to God, that man is on several news clips, and I'm like, now I'm suspicious that they're making them up. I think, I think what this guy does is take real news clips and just put himself in there as the man on the street getting interviewed. That makes a lot more sense. I, I was awesome. a little concerned that I was going insane. <laughs> I had the same I had the same absolute like I was like, what is happening? Is the simulation broken? Like, how is this guy on every news story? And I think it's got to be because they were going around Twitter. And then I saw a different one like a couple months later. I was like, I swear I've seen this guy. I'm like, wow, he just gets involved with a lot of shenanigans. <laughs> it's like in every town in America. <laughs> and if a bird poop, how in the heck would it poop like that? Now Not quite heck. bird or man, but something more akin to a beast. A soaring serpent who has taken to the airways by many, many names before. The Knights of Templar named him Baphomet. The Zoroastrians called him Asmodeus. But only I have faced the beast Mono, Abird Mono. Only I know his truest title and his most meaningful moniker. For I am Onyx the Fortuitous, Slayer of the Bright Realm, and Hunter of the Mothman. This neighborhood is close to Selfridge Air Base. Low-flying aircraft is not unusual. So weird, because like in every interview this guy's in, he looks like he's horrified <laughs> by the facial expressions, but he sounds like very poetic and confident. But like the face, the expression on his face is like, "Someone help me!" There's a gun pointed at my head. They want more investigators yeah. to come out here. They also want someone to deal with this mess. With each mucusy globule splattering on porch and carriage, the quietest message becomes more clear. We are on the eve of the Mothman's return, and in nary but a fortnight, his incendiary homecoming will be nigh. His doomsayer's call will echo through the darkened sky, caw, caw, and he will soar on a wingspan greater than my two dads laying together head to head on a car bed, with talons sharper than risers' wit and feathers softer than Evigan's quaffed pomp. In a cryptozoological reckoning, he will come, first raining down his Stygian excrement as a warning, but soon loosing his red-eyed judgment out over the land and in this time of swooping shadows and fading light a hero must rise to face the beast but not through earthly might or heavenly prayer but through love ktwk is the motto of this man and when the mothman is in his sights with kindness i will kill and just like braveheart lion i will stand with my care bear belly protruding with pride and i will show them in a stare to end the ages my crown and heart emblazoned on my ticklish torso as i proclaim in the transcendent words of bradley noel loves what i got don't start a riot You'll feel it when the dance gets hot. He's... I don't know. It's, um... So the news down below, this th this is what cues me in that this is fake, other than him being in 20,000 different news stories. <laughs> it says, um... His name is... Uh, what is this? Concerned Citizen... 
Where's his name? I gotta go back because now it's not on the screen. Where'd it go? Marcus Tr- Trilbury, concerned like resident. The hat? Like the hat? Marcus Trilbury, concerned resident. Is that a hat? A Trilbury? A Trilby is a hat, I think. T R I L L B U R Y, concerned Ooh. resident. New at 11. Yeah, mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, so, yeah, Mothman. I like how he said Mothman, too. I don't know. I, like um, I hope I never run into a Mothman. I know you said you're dating him, but... <laughs> yeah, so don't go by my house. I want to hug the Mothman. I think he'd be soft, like a Furby. I had a crazy Moth-type cryptid encounter. I told it on that Dogman story because Dean was asking me if I've ever had a cryptid encounter. And it was... This thing was about as big as my hand, so pretty fucking big, even for a moth, like big moth. Like, And it was... We had the window, the doors locked and the windows up, but we were both under the influence of some pretty powerful stuff. <laughs> and the dude next to me was convinced he was being possessed by aliens. We'd already seen some lights in the sky and a glowing caterpillar, which definitely was real. We thought it was somebody's phone originally in the woods. No, they can do that. They can glow. Yeah, it was like totally, it was big, thick, and totally solid glow. It looked like a glow stick. Was and, uh, the moth yellow? The moth was gray with big black eyes and just hovering like a hummingbird flapping in front of the windshield for what felt like five minutes. It could have just been one minute, but it felt like five minutes. And it had this crazy looking stinger or like like scorpion tail that hooked way down and back up in front of its body. Hmm. No idea what it was. Uh, could have been a real bug. Dean said it was probably a, a military robot drone. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking when you said a moth the size of my hand, I was like, oh, that's an Atlas moth or a Luna moth. No, I mean, it was, and it was bigger than, I've seen those. It it was bigger than, I mean, I've said, we had a moth uh, over at old Kenny Campbell's house one time that was, we thought a bat was, had smacked (laughs) into the wall, but then it just kept, like hitting the wall and we realized (laughs) it was a giant fucking moth. Uh, Um, um, The only, like. I've never really had a proper cryptid encounter, but my brain did trick me into thinking I'd had one. Ooh, let's hear. Uh, I had, um, I spent a summer in Yosemite working seasonally. Um, I did live in a house, but for about two weeks, I had to get evac'd to another part of the park for a wildfire with all of our animals. I was a trail guide, so I did horseback rides there. And... In the valley where I got evac to, I was sleeping in a tent cabin, which is, it's a, it's a tent that has a door instead of a zipper flap. That's what it is. And a a little part of me was freaked out because I was like, man, anybody could get in here. So later that, during one of the nights, I just had this dream that I was being chased through the campsite by this wretched, hairless, like meaty rabbit monster creature. It was like a carnivorous rabbit with no skin. I hated it. Oh God. It was like chasing me through the campsite. And then I woke up and it was sitting on my chest and I couldn't move. I had fucking sleep paralysis of a fake cryptid that my brain invented. Oh, so you were like, you were, you had a false awakening or you were literally awake and it was still. No, I was awake. I was awake and I could see it and I could, breathe and but i couldn't move was it doing anything to you it was just looking at me and was it moving it was drooling oh god 
Yeah, I've, I've had sleep paralysis like twice and no, no encounters, but you hear that's where the UFO abduction stories usually happen or when, yeah, like, speaking of, like, tall creatures with red eyes, like, usually, like, you hear stories of, like, a lot of people that, like, believe in demons, usually they those yep. demon encounters come during sleep paralysis. I've had sleep paralysis is horrifying enough without an entity, but, I mean, going back to interdimensional shit, I do think, like, I mean, even dreams, some of that might be real. Um, but I don't know. That's just my two cents on it. But that's crazy, mm-hmm. though. Sleep. Yeah. I, How long did I it ate. last before you like it went away or you were able to wake, like fully wake up? Oh, I have no idea. I, I, I couldn't even tell you. It could have been 30 seconds or it could have been like two minutes. But it just it just disappeared and I sat up and I went, oh, my God. That's why so many people thought they were possessed when they when it was the medieval times. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I'm like, that's, how could my brain do that to me? I, I don't know. I, I'm open to that, like, uh, like the dream world and interdimensional stuff all being connected. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how, because like, at a certain point, you're like, what is real? You know, like, is what a schizophrenic experience is that's, like, real to them, right? If, if I start thinking about those concepts for too long, I start to freak out. So, I have to keep it a little bit simple. Everyone's like, oh, your mind is infinite. Anything is possible. I'm like, shut up. No. <laughs> Let's keep it grounded, everyone. Um, I'm a simple creature. You're talking like a song from The Lion King. Stop that. It makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I am Hank Hill. <laughs> We're very similar. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, God, I'm talking to myself. That's a side effect of the marijuana poisoning. Um, so I do have a... They're long, but I I would like to hear your thoughts on these Dogman clips. This one is a sighting in Tennessee that Dean Reiner b- brought to the Dogman show. And just in case people, like I said, weren't able to make it through that whole thing, these were kind of near the end. And he, right. he brought clip after clip after clip. And that stuff was, like I said, I'm, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. That was like two weeks ago. And Go uh, so this is this is a two-parter in a sighting in Tennessee, and this guy does not seem like he's lying. This thing is running along beside of me, and you know, at first it it it, it just uh, it, it. And this is this happened to him like twenty years prior to him telling the story, twenty twenty-five years prior, mm-hmm. and he's still like traumatized by it. This thing is running along beside of me, and you know, at first it it it, it just uh, it. It's like it's not even seeing me. It's like it's not even paying attention to me in my car. Like it, it don't even notice us. Or like it, it just don't even care uh, uh, about me being there in that car as it's, as it's running along. Oh, God. This thing, it looked like a gigantic wolf or, 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 or maybe uh, maybe something like a, 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 a German Shepherd or something like that. But And... This thing, like I said, it had a, had a long snout on it, like a like a German Shepherd or like a wolf. And I could see as as it was running along beside me, I could see its its mouth was kind of relaxed and open, and I could see that it had like you know jagged shaped teeth, like a, like a dog's got on the side of its mouth. But it had fangs that were about maybe four inches long that were hanging down over its bottom lip and the bottom ones were disappearing up into the top lip but its mouth was kind of parted and, and it, it kind of had its tongue hanging out on the left side of its mouth 
just like a dog does as it runs along as, it, as it's painting. And uh, like I said, this thing wasn't paying a bit more attention to me than if I wasn't even there. And for a little while, it just ran along beside me and just didn't pay me any attention. But that didn't last. Just slowly, seemed like just seemed like it took forever, but just slowly, it started to turn its head, and it and it looked at me. And you know, I I I I know that you said that you shouldn't, and I've heard other people say that you shouldn't, but I couldn't help it. I looked full in its eyes. I wish that I hadn't. I wish I'd never seen it. I wish I could erase the picture of what I saw from my mind, but I can't. So this dude's running. This dude's just driving his car, and this dog man's running alongside his car. Right. I I've heard similar similar tales as that of people's encounters with these types of things, and I really I don't remember when I started liking cryptids, but I have really enjoyed reading about them since I was a child, which translated to any time I was driving at night. Oh, yeah. In a car at night, I was just ready. I was like, I'm convinced something is going to jump on the hood of my fucking car <laughs> out of nowhere. And because my, my parents live in the woods and you have to go through like several very small, very isolated woody roads to get there. And right. it, it, they were terrifying after hearing stories like this. Yeah. As a as an adult now. Like, I know that guy was very scared, but when he was like, it was just like a big old German Shepherd creature running against my car, I was like, oh, he sounds like a knight. It sounds like a friend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Clip two of that guy. And, you know, I've heard people say that they had amber or yellow eyes or, or red or orange-like eyes, but that's not what I saw that night. This thing had great big black eyes. And I couldn't see any kind of pupil. I couldn't see any kind of white or anything like that. But uh, all I could see was black. And, and then they just looked as black to me as a bottomless pit. They, they just seemed soulless to me. And and, and I, I tell you, I just I just had a sense of uh, of evil that came over me. And and this thing, when it looked at me, it was like it was like that it could look through me. And looked to my very soul, and, and and like I said, I just felt like I had been touched by evil. I don't know how else to explain it. And there was such a fear, and and I I, I wanted to, to 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 scream or to holler, holler out or do something, but it just seemed like my mouth just dried up like cotton, and there wasn't a sound that would come out. And I wanted to get out of there. I wanted to get away from this thing, but I couldn't because I was afraid I was going to wreck. And then it, it, it came closer to my vehicle, and it leaned down. It leaned in, and, and, and mind you, this thing is running beside my car the whole time. And it, it leaned over me, and it stuck its head in my window, and, and it grabbed hold of my door with its right hand. And, and, and that, I don't know how to describe it as other than that. It, it, it was a hand, and, and, and I know that people had described this thing as I talked to say that they 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 kind of look like raccoon hands and and maybe in a way that's right or or maybe a a, a mix between the the hand of a raccoon and and maybe the hand of a monkey something like that but this thing had huge hands and it had it had long long black nails maybe about three inches long two or three inches long on the ends of its of its nails long black thick nails. 
and this thing put its right hand on my door, and I, and I could hear it, but it was jerking at my door, and it was jiggling my door handle. But thank goodness, when I had been at my wife's house, at my, then my girlfriend, and I'd been at her parents' house, I'd locked the car. And when I came back out, I didn't unlock that door because nobody was going to be riding with me at that point uh, before I went to get my went back to get my mother. And uh, so it wasn't able to get my door open. But this thing was leaning in my window, and it was looking right at me. And it, it, I mean, it, it seemed like that it, it, it curled its, it, it, it curled its lips back. And, and, and I, I know it all at me, but I don't really remember hearing it. All I could hear was the sound of my engine and the sound of its toenails as it ran along beside my vehicle going clack, 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 clack on, on the pavement. And this, I mean, I could see it, it breathed on me and it was hot breath and it, and it, it was, it was, and you know how people describe that breath as being kind of faded and seemed like I could smell blood and 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 maybe decaying flesh as it breathed on me. It was horrible. And oh, I thought I was dead. I thought this was the end of me. I thought I was a goner. I thought I was a dead man for sure. At just about that time, the curve ended, and and, and I came into a straightaway, and I just hit the gas and and pushed it to the floor. And I took out of there, I took my eyes off of it, and I looked ahead. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw its its nails just, I saw it lose a grip on my car door, and I saw its nails rake across the top of my door. And its head disappeared from my window. And I don't know, I had to be going 70 or 80 miles an hour. I don't know for a time there. I mean, I, I, just, I just had to peel out of there and get away from this thing. And as I drove away from it, as I pulled away from it, I looked in my rear view mirror and I could see it getting smaller and smaller as it began to slow down. And the last thing I remember, the last thing that I saw, this thing veered off to the right again and jumped over the fence and disappeared into that field. And I'm telling you, I, I, I was so, I've never been so scared in all of my life. I mean, it was just absolutely horrifying. Okay, what do you think? Does that guy sound like he could be an actor, but there's so many people that are so good and they have stories just as compelling as that guy that I'm starting to think there's something to it. Like, Dean has got me freaked out about this shit. So is he saying that his car window was open and this thing was sticking its head through his window? Because he said he felt how hot its breath was. Yeah, it stuck its head. It's like the the, the commonality, and we don't know because if, let's say for the sake of argument, Dogman's real, we don't know if... This is true because maybe it just kills a lot of people, but all the encounters seem like the dogmen, the people that tell the stories, it's just like the dogmen like fuck with them and just intimidate them. Yeah, because I was going to say, why wouldn't it just bite his fucking head off? Yeah, so it's it's interesting. Um, but, but no, I don't, I don't really believe that because one... If his window was down, why wouldn't he fucking roll it up? Um, like, as soon as he sees this thing, be like, oh shit, I'm rolling up my window. I can't remember the details because that was just a little clip of it, but I, it might have been on his opposite side. And this is, you know, decades ago. So oh, yeah. he would have had to been on the other side of the car to roll it up, crank it up manually. Right. Like with those twisting things. Um, yeah. Well, who knows? He It might have happened to him. Who I never know. If it had happened to me, I would have... I would have break checked the thing. I would have, you know, 
jerked a little to the right yeah. and sideswiped it. Yeah, I mean, in a situation in a situation like that, I don't know what I would have done. I probably would have just panicked and like froze. I don't like unless your instinct kicked, your survival instinct just kicks in and you have like super quick reaction time. I don't know how. I don't know what I would do. But he's not. I'm there's already like such tons a terrible. Of, I am ahead. already such a terrible driver that I would. I would. I would have just wrecked. I would, it would have surprised <laughs> me, and I would have swerved <laughs> off the road. <laughs> And there's another so, one bites the dust. Yeah. Well, there's just so many people that like, that's like one out of hundreds of people that have like very similar stories. And like, I mean, I'm like Dean really made a solid case that like these people can't all be fucking lying and that good of actors. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is going on? I mean, I don't know, but this is where it gets, uh, this is where it gets it, fucking weird. There's, there's this, these New York ranchers up in upstate New York and they have like hundreds of acres on this farmland and they, they were like doing some kind of work on their four wheelers. And all of a sudden, like, I think it was, I don't remember how many dogmen there were, but they, they, they had, they were armed and they were shooting at them and the bullets weren't doing shit and they were all freaked out and the sheriff was their friend. So they call the sheriff and the sheriff gets the military involved. And this is one of the ranchers talking about what happened. Now this one is even a lot more far fetched than that last clip, but it's still, Still interesting. And uh, I shook his hand, and he said, you're Brandon? I said, yeah. And uh, he goes, run by me again exactly what had happened. So I took a couple minutes, and uh, I explained to him in general what it was that was going on. At that point, I can see he's got a pistol on his hip. And at that point, he motions over this wave or whatever, and I look over. Now, five more of the same type of people the same type of outfits gets out of this black van truck thing. Now, as they get out, they all have pistols on, and they have these strapped, what looks like some type of smaller machine gun, SMG, maybe even fully automatic firearm hanging around their neck. And, I mean, these guys are some type of professionals here, some type of government professionals. I've never seen anything like this in my life, and I'm very familiar with all the military outfits and uniforms. I've never seen this. I said, what's, go- what's going on here? I said, what, what is this? And he goes, they'll, they'll handle it. They know what to do. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I've got a lot of questions right now. I don't know who these people are. What's going to go on? Are they going on a hunt for this thing right now? That's all I can think of. They're strapped up like they're going to World War III. <laughs> you know, so they come back over. He said something to them quick there. I don't know what it was. And uh, they come back over. And... He has me explain the area where they went, excuse me, where I went down into the woods. And as they start heading over that way, I see them. They have this, one of them has this, it looks like a satellite disc with a smaller satellite disc in the middle. The wider one's about a foot and a half long. The other one that's inside of that one, the other cone part is only about five, maybe four inches long. So I'm looking at this thing. And I'm thinking, what is that little device? Maybe a loudspeaker or something. What are they going to do? Yell for this thing in the woods? Or maybe they're going to yell to each other. I don't know. But as soon as he puts it out in front of him, I'm in the middle of a conversation that I can't even tell you what it was about at the moment now that I come back and think of it. But I I was just so distracted because he points this thing out in front of him. It looks like it's got a hand grip and a trigger on it. And he hits this thing. And my dog. Oh. 
<laughs> his that uh, was the U.S. paranormal force that was created by Bill Clinton when he got bored uh, during the third year of his presidency. So do you have the documents on this? Uh, they were taken from me in the last raid. Familiar with. It did something, some type of sound wave or some type of energy that came out of that thing that put my dog into a mess. I didn't hear it and I didn't feel it. Must be something only that animals or dogs can hear. I'm not sure. I'm speculating on that. Dog whistle. So they come back about two and a half, three hours later and uh, they knock on the door. I see them walking back up in the cameras because originally when they had gone to leave, they jumped back in the vehicle. After they pointed that thing out into the woods, they went back in the vehicle and they drove it down the dirt road. So they come back, I see them pulling back up, and I said, uh, so what's going on here? What did we figure out, guys? And the other four are over in the woods. they got a couple bags with them, I see, too. So they're over near their van, and I'm talking to this guy, and I said, well, what outfit are you guys with? And he ignored my question, and he said, i got to ask you a couple questions. And I said, okay. So we ran through some things, and a couple of these questions that he asked were, did you take any pictures that day? And I said, no, it was the middle of the night, pretty much. It was 8.30, 9.30 at night. And he said, are you sure? And I said, yes, I am. And he goes, okay. And uh, before he had left, he had asked about the deer cams and things before they had went in the woods, and I told him that I got about 30 out there. And uh, he goes, okay. So we went through a conversation of asking if I had what I had come to realize any physical proof of this creature, which he obviously didn't want me to have. And, you know, I'm no dummy here. I could see that they were looking to see if there was any type of proof of anything, and they wanted it in their possession. So this this dude, uh, I'll skip the next clip with him just for time's sake, but, like, I love the idea of like a men in black for like cryptids. I do too. Um, and there are like a couple different sci-fi shows that also really like the idea too. Because oh really? It's, it's, it's been done a couple times. Um, warehouse 51. Yeah. Warehouse 51 did a lot of that. I guess sci-fi. fringe fringe kind of did that early on before they went like yeah. way into interdimensional stuff. I love that. Show. Yeah, they did. Um, I mean, even the X-Files did a lot of right. those. Yeah. It was always aliens, but they did them. Yeah. Um, but these, uh, well, yeah, th- th- that guy, and then I'll skip the, the next clip of him, but he goes on to say that, like, when he told him about his deer cams, he went out to check them, and he, sh- he should have, ju- he regrets that, but he said, like, all his deer cams, like 30 or 40 deer cams out and, like, over spread across all these acres, they had taken all the SD cards. Out of them. <laughs> I would have taken the whole camera just to be like, well, fuck you. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> Our cameras now. The, the one thing that confuses me with, and I got an army guy that, that an army uh, dude in the next clips that Dean played also. The, the thing is, like, it seems like, well, I don't know, maybe it'd be har- harder to cover it up than just to, because who's going to believe you anyways? But it seems like if they, this was this secretive operation with these dogmen, they would just kill the witness that saw him, like the men in yeah, black. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't have, I don't think that they would have a problem just being like, nah, we're going to shoot you and make it an accident because they do that shit yeah, all the time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this, this guy is uh 
him and his sergeant were without any weapons. No, they had no live ammunition. They were just they had empty guns, and they're out just on a routine transfer of food. They had like these huge um, containers of like chum, I guess he called it for uh, bringing it to the military base, and they get attacked by two dogmen that just wa- like start ripping the truck apart and like run off with one of the canisters of food and like the sergeant like passes out because there's only two of them and he gets like both of them have a, the same story though um and they get they get a visit uh from the men in black the military base does <laughs> two days before my first sergeant i don't know what what he what kind of strings he pulled i don't know what he pulled or how he pulled it but i know i was in trouble i knew i was in trouble big time if 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 it wouldn't have been for him coming clean, and I guess he must have talked to somebody that was way up there in brass, because they sent some guys out there, and 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 they came out and they talked to me. It must have been two three days later, but I swear, for almost two days I went through a a lot of scrutiny because they thought I was lying. They thought that this never happened, you know, and and, and you know, and I could. I, I see at the time, I, uh, I couldn't understand why they wouldn't believe me. I was just a PFC, but my record was clean. It was, it was, uh, exemplary. I had never been in no trouble. I was a, I was a straight shooter. I did exactly what I was told. And, and that's what they knew about me. So they knew that, that I was a good guy. And, but they said, just tell us what really happened. And I, and I tried to tell them. And, you know, and, and my, my captain even told me, he said, well, well, why don't you show me where these things are at? I said, sir, I'm not going back out there. I said, I'm not going back out there. I said, you're not going back out there without some type of, of live rounds. I'm not going back out there, sir. You know, I, I, I would, I'm not going to do it. I, I, I'll tell you where it's at. I'll show you where it's at. I said, I'll even run by there and show you, but I will not stop there. I said, I'm not going to do it, sir. I said, I've done seen what's out there, and I can't do it. I said, what's out there is going to get you, too. <laughs> and they they really thought I was a nut. <laughs> they, they actually thought I was really joking with them. I couldn't believe it. But, I mean, that that is the true skinny that, that would have happened until the, you know, the men in black had came out. And that was when uh, four military uh black suburbans had drove up and uh i can remember this as if it was yesterday and when these guys showed up these four guys these four trucks showed up they were clean they were beautiful trucks you know you would have never expected them to be you know out where we were and the first thing they did they came and got me and i can remember everybody looking at me and they put me inside of a suburban and started, gave me about 90 questions. What happened? Where did it happen? Why did it happen? How did it happen? And, uh, they took over from there. They cleared me of everything to do with the truck. They went to my captain and they said, don't worry about that truck. We're going to get everything, you know, taken care of on the truck. Whatever was taken or, or whatever's gone, we're going to replace. Don't worry about nothing. Now, what they wanted to know was who I talked to. 
what I told anybody, anybody that I had told was had, had to be debriefed. Everybody that I had mentioned anything to had to be debriefed. So I guess everybody got debriefed and was said that none of this had ever happened, and that's just the way it was, and that's the way it was. What? These guys. That- you know what my brain is telling me about this relationship between the government and the dogmen? The dogmen are escaped creations of theirs, and now they're just chasing them around the country, trying to repair all of the shit that they broke. It's like a child. It's like a child breaking things in a store, and the parents are having to pay for it. It's hysterical, frankly. Something weird has happened. I had my mic muted and I just laid out this whole fucking... <laughs> I was wondering. I was Fuck. like, what happened? What happened? Uh, I, no, I was... Uh, well, anyway, I'll just give a nutshell version of what I just said. No, I've, <laughs> okay, so, like, what? listening back to that clip, I'm thinking these these clean, pristine, clean vid- uh, vehicles he's talking about makes me think, like, there's an underground network of military bases deep underground where they can just pop out where they need to be with these, like, nice clean SUVs, like a super <laughs> highway system of underground tunnels or something. Eh? Um, eh? Or they could have they could have very special wax that <laughs> repels dirt. Well, that's too easy. That's, that's not as fun of a theory. Yeah, I work in a car dealership now, so these are the kinds of things I think about. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Well, um, um, he's, he, get, he has like, I got like a Another ten seconds on this flat, on this clip, then I have one more after this. That came out of these trucks. These guys were just not no regular guys. These guys were suited up to do some damage. I can remember back then in the eighties, they had those uh, military Uzis, you know, and they were all packing those. Huh. They had all kind of a. Uh, See, it's like the same, same thing as the other guy said. They're coordinate. <laughs> if these guys are all bullshit and they're coordinating their stories really well from in different uh like just totally di- like different guys with diff- on different platforms with different yeah. the same co- the same story correlates though machineries uh, look like a some kind of a, a radar machine that they used now they uh, were pointing when we got back out to where the more uh dogmen were at ding 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 hunting i guess they're wow. hunting down and and no matter what i would ask them they never gave me an answer back I could ask them two or three times, well, what are they? Who, who, why are they? What, who are they? And they, they just said the same thing. You asked too many questions. See, I kind of believe these guys. I don't know. I kind of believe them. Like, I've never, like I said, been into cryptos, but I'm, I'm, I'm starting to come around on this. Yeah. Coming around. Well, I think there's a couple different possibilities involving these two gentlemen's stories. If it is, like, an an escaped government project or something, they fucking made a lot of them because a lot of people have seen this shit. And also, the government is very, very bad at keeping it under wraps, it seems. Yeah. Um, Well, he goes on... 
he, I, I won't even play his next clip, but just to summarize it, because it goes, it kind of might counteract, counter, contradicts your theory, because he goes on to say, and a couple other people that interact with Men in Black, I'll say like, um, the like the most they could get out of any of them was like, we need these things. Uh, the government needs these things just as much as they need us, the military or whatever. And we have to work with them because they do stuff we can't. So it's like we, there's like a co a coexisting mutual relationship, co, a mutually beneficial relationship with the dogmen. If, and if like all the ancient story, even going back to Egypt and Tibet and, you know, every just like the Bigfoot, even dating back further than Bigfoot, all these cultures have stories of dog headed people. Then maybe they're like an ancient species that's coexisted with man, but we have like a the governments have like a deal with them or something, right? Which what is way out there, but I I like it. What if it's just some weird fucked up like species of animal, and the government just hates it? <laughs> like we gotta get rid of those. There's one guy that goes on. I don't have the clip, but there's one guy that goes on about how he he was driving out in California near Joshua Tree, and he sees like a squadron of dog men and he'd never seen anything like it. And he like slams, he slams the brakes and he's just rolls up side side him. Cause he didn't realize until he was right on top of him what it was. And it's like, like um, four rows of four of them just marching down the road. And when they, he's like seeing them, watching them for a while. And then they just like go off into the night. Like they leap once they notice, he notices them. They just march off into the distance. And he was just like, now that's something that that one's the hardest for me to believe. But like that, that would impl that would imply like military, um, something. I don't, I don't know. even know. I don't even know how I would react to that. I think I would get out of my car <laughs> and be like, "Hey, what?" No, fuck that. What are you you doing? maybe crack the window and be like, "So." <laughs> I I think see I'm not afraid of these things. I'm like it's fine. They're just out there doing their thing. I guess so. Um, yeah, mean, that, would I that, be, that, that dude like also said he kept, uh, he kept pieces of the claws from when they were tearing through the truck. Ooh. And he had them like wrapped up in his, you know, in his, because uh, he was still living on the military base. And he had them tucked away just so that he would not, he would know it was real. And he had like told one of his friends on the base about it. And like the next day, the, <laughs> the fucking men in black showed up and like, hey, we want those. <laughs> and he gave them to him. <laughs> Oh man, I was gonna say you could do DNA on it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I would totally. If I saw one of these things, I would be like apprehensive. I'd be like, like, like the same way I feel when I see a bear. Like, I don't want to go near that because I know it's dangerous. But I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not like. Oh, I gotta get out of here. I'm like, wow, that's pretty neat. It's just a little. I've little been. Guy. Like, I've been within like a couple feet of a bear like we're literally walking next to a dumpster um <laughs> um looking at my phone and then i hear something like right next to me and i was like what the fuck and there was a fucking black bear sitting like literally two feet from me right up above on the dumpster and i about shit my fucking pants yeah, <laughs> i just backed I away had, i backed away I and like got inside and i was like okay because i went too far away but yeah you don't want to run that's the key i have had many many encounters with with black bears and 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 one brown bear. Yeah, I could have reached up and touched this one. That was like, usually, yeah, I see bears and they're off in the distance, but that one. The was only time I've ever been scared when I encountered a bear is my sister and I were hiking, and we uh, there was like a little rustle in the leaves, and a baby bear popped up. 
but we did not see a mother. And we were like, oh. shit, we got to get out of here. Yeah, that's always a bad... <laughs> I remember well, being... We're going to a- be... At- we're gonna it, be in a horror movie soon. Yeah, you never want to get in between the baby. At Cade's Cove, we got we we were you know we, most people are you're in your cars driving through there, and we mm-hmm. were, the traffic was jammed up because a bunch of morons all were getting out of their bear cars, jam. and and they were following they were following this baby bear around all getting close to it taking pictures with their phones. These two baby cubs. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you guys are insane. The, mo- yeah. the mom's somewhere around. And the and the park rangers ain't shit at Kate's Cove. They're never there. Yeah. Um, when I lived in Yosemite, you know, the park. If there was a bear in the campground, the park rangers were there because there were many, many international tourists at that national park that would just walk fucking right up to a bear. So they just do, what do they have the bears tagged so they know where they are? No, they're just like there's more of them, and they talk more. To each other, so some so they keep like, hey, they keep an eye over it. Gotcha. Yeah, they keep an eye out because someone gotcha. a, an Asian tourist will get mauled by a bear because they thought it was like tame. <laughs> uh, do bears count as cryptids? Bears are very real. Oh, I did. I'm, we did forget one cryptid. I just remembered. Which one? Just look at this place. It's like a ghost town in here. Very funny, SpongeBob. Wow. Not so quiet. Well, they're dropping someone off. <laughs> the sash ringing! The, the, the flash singing! The flash pinging! The hat slinging slasher! Yeah. <laughs> oh, classic. Um... Yeah. Side note that that scene in that episode where SpongeBob is eating his arms as like they're <laughs> like popcorn, popcorn. Yeah. That always looked so tasty to me. <laughs> <laughs> I felt horrible about it. The hash slasher. That's probably my. Now that I'm thinking about it, the hash slinging slasher is probably my favorite cryptid. The mash bringing, the cash flinging, the smash minging smasher. Oh my god! I don't do what uh, enough well, for real though. What cryptids uh, before we wrap up? Did we, did we miss any that we need to talk about? I feel like we covered the the big ones, right? Unless I'm what yeah, am I missing? Yeah, we didn't talk a lot about chupacabras. Um, oh yeah, I don't really know much about chupacabras other than they basically are like a little dog that it's not really supernatural. It's just like a like what are they? Yeah, it, they're they're four legged, hairlessy kind of creatures. They prey on livestock. Um, a lot of people call them ghost Ugh. suckers. Because they say that they'll just kind of suck the blood out of an animal and not eat it. Oh, so they're like Um, vampire dogs. Yeah, they're vampire dogs. Um, Well, the last kind of, the last kind of one I want to talk about, I'll I'll just ask you right off the bat. Do you think it's possible for megalodons to still exist? Megadongs? Megalodons. You know, the big ancient sharks, like the huge, huge, huge fucking whale-sized sharks. Oh, I don't need, I didn't, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard of them. People, there was a movie that came out, you know, it was a a cheesy action movie called The Meg, where they were like, yeah, Megalodons are still real. They're living in the Marianas Trench, because that is something that people actually believe. And it's horse shit. It's horse shit. I'm like, there is no way a whale-sized great white shark can still exist when there there are fewer whales for it to eat. 
It's mm. impossible. They would starve to death. Unless they're I'm way good. down below. But there's just, there's not enough biomass down there to keep, to sustain them. How do we know? Everything the only person that's been down there is James Cameron. <laughs> that's not true. We gotta take his word for it. <laughs> Everything down there is so, 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 so tiny. It's the pressure is so vast that large bodied animals can't really exist. I don't know. I don't, I didn't, I, what are they called again? Megalodons. I had never heard of a megalodon till now, but I'll tell you this, I believe in them. We choose truth <laughs> over facts. Yeah. They're, um, they're really cool. They're, they're, my dream is to find a megalodon tooth on the beach because their teeth are about the size of your hand. Super neat. I don't see, like, what, see, I'm all like, giant, we know giant squids exist, but how giant is the question? Like, there's ones that are way bigger than people. Right, right. Uh, most of them are um, super old, so I could see there being like a Loch Ness type stuff. I could see a big shark. Like, why not? Open up your eyes, man. Thank you, Dale. I just think based on their diet and the original habitat they lived in, which was for the for its size, basically like shallow seas, I really don't see it being a possibility. I used to want to be a shark biologist, so I know a lot about these guys. And I don't well, how big is the biggest shark? Is it the great white that's confirmed to be uh, alive? Yes, the great white is the big. The great white is the largest shark right now, and they average, um, they average around eighteen to twenty-two feet. But see, if we we find new species of shit like every day, there's a new species of something discovered, right? So, like, why not? I think that's um, like way. I think it's way more believable that there's a giant shark out there than there is than it is that there's a dog man out there, and so. Since I'm already kind of on the fence about Dogman being real, and it might be, then I have to believe in a giant shark. I think that's like law, the law. Yeah. Um. Hold on. Why did it give me the? I'm looking up the megalodon size and feet. AKA white. Mr. Shit King, shit pussy. Yeah, they were about forty feet long. Okay, so and when's the up. when's the last time somebody met one of them? Or we just have the fossils? Oh yeah, I mean, we just have their teeth. Sharks are uh, sharks are. I hate that cartilage. shit. Like, there's so many there's so many dinosaurs and shit that it's like, oh god, that pisses me off. And it really just get like the people that say dinosaurs aren't real and shit. Like, <laughs> I, Where did all I'm the not, bones come from? I'm not one of the, I'm not one of those people. But like, you look into it. And it's like they start having a point because so much of, well, first of all, so much of the early dinosaur shit was scam. They were like faking stuff in the 1800s, like a lot yeah. of shit. So well, that, the Bone Wars were fascinating. Yeah, because they were just faking shit because it was, anyway, but that's that aside, it's like you really, like they present it in museums as it's like real dinosaur bones and you look into it and it's like replicas. And then a lot of them, you look into it further than that and it's like, yeah, we found a tooth or we found like a leg bone and then we just it's made an educated guess about what the rest of it looked like. And you're like, wait yeah, a there's minute. There's so few full skeletons. I was actually watching a talk on um It's just guesswork, it seems like. Yeah. I was watching a, a talk on paleontology the other day, and what really pissed me off about that talk was that the paleontologist and it said that seventy five percent of the world's fossils are held by private collectors. I was like, they shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, they tuck that shit away and then they don't let you see the real thing. And then, and then even, they even, it's kind of like when NASA says like, 
like there's no there's no pictures there's no full picture of the earth from space it's all cgi composites with artists rendering and you're like well wait a minute i believe the earth is round but why don't why are you fucking giving these flat earthers an argument here it's like come on (laughs) it's there's so much shit where it's like i don't know maybe they just there's a lot of guesswork in science seems like Mm -hmm. But I mean, right. so anyway, megalodons lived, they went extinct in the Oligocene, which was 20 million years ago, and they only existed for about 8 million years. So, oh, wait. Oh, no, 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 no. Fuck me. They became extinct 3.6 million years ago. That's not that long ago. Chicken McNuggets. Yeah. See, that's, that's three, to me, 3.6 million years seems like a long time, but what do I know? In the, in the term, in terms of the planet, not very long. Wow. Well, okay. I think I think we I think we did a pretty good cryptid coverage for somebody that doesn't know about cryptids. I'm pretty happy with how it did. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be okay to be killed by a cryptid. I think that would be a nice way to go. Mm. <laughs> I, I'd really, I guess it'd be better than getting raped by Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna think about that for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, I'll link to your Twitter. Anything? Where, what should I link? What do you got going on? What are you doing to promote? I do. I am very active on Twitter. Um, every other thing, I'm not super active about. My Instagram just has pictures of my dog. Oh, I have a TikTok now. Yeah, tell me oh, to go follow God. my TikTok. Because you're the a chick. cunt. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. What are you doing? I post. I post stupid shit like everybody else. Uh, I think I'm funny. I mean, you are funny. I don't. I, do I just not hate do, Duncan on TikTok. I don't do. Dances. I mean, I love Duncan on TikTok. I don't do dances because I'm not a teen. Or or a nurse at a hospital. I don't do POVs. What is that? You know, point of view videos where people are like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's super embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah. So uh, I could link link some of your TikTok and your Twitter, and, or I know your Twitter, and I'll I'll link all that, and people can people can check you out. Um, yeah, hopefully, just, nobody that listens to this show has a TikTok. TikTok. If you do, don't tell me that you do. <laughs> it's very fun. <laughs> well, thanks for thanks for hanging and chitting and chatting. It was fun. Absolutely. Um, you people are fantastic. Yeah. I'm Peace. gonna. Peace out now. This has been, uh, this has been, has been a, a six pack. Abs in a six pack. A B S N A six, the number P A C K dot com. Anuses are being violated. <laughs> <laughs>